Hello, everybody, again, and welcome to another edition of Get Financially Fit with Financial GPS Mama. I am Heather Stokes, and I have a very special guest here today that is going to be answering a lot of your insurance questions, especially when it comes to healthcare insurance, which is not my forte. So, Kat Medell, thank you for joining us. And why don't you tell everybody about your amazing business, which is CTM Healthy Hope how you can help them. And we have a lot of changes coming up because when this airs on October 12th, October 15th starts the new registration time for a lot of people. So tell us all about Medicare, what we can do, how you can help. Um, She's going to have her email in the description. So if you uh, find that this is a topic that you need help with, you can reach directly out to her. So Kate, Kat, tell us all about it. Thank you, Heather, and I'm so happy to be joining your show. So, hi, everyone. Like she said, my name is Kat Medell, and I am a strategic insurance broker who's been in healthcare for over 22 years. I've been licensed almost for seven years. I do have a lot of experience and education in this area. I've helped many clients over the years in many states. I'm actually currently licensed in 11 states, and I'm contracted with over 10 insurance companies. Um, You know, I love helping people, and insurance is not an easy industry to understand, as Heather was saying. So I try my best to keep up with everything. I do research constantly. I also keep up with all industry, industry standards in order to be able to help as many people as possible. So um, I do, uh, being a broker, I am, I can basically do any type of insurance other than uh, property and casualty. I work with life insurance, annuities. In other words, I can basically work with people from the from birth to the grave, as they say. I hear but, you. Yeah, I tell people all the time, my business runs from cradle to grave, um, for sure. And exactly. I do work with life insurance and annuities, and I also do investments um, and help people with education costs and retirements. But one component I don't do is regular health insurance. We do have somewhat of a program where we can lend people that are 60 and over to connect them, but they don't dive as deep as you do um, with your clients on really making sure that they are in the best policy that they need. We just don't have that knowledge. Um, And that's why I have her on the show today is because she is such a wealth of knowledge in this section. And this is the time of year where people have to start thinking about it. And they need to know that they have someone they can trust that can really help them. So I'm so grateful to have you here to really bring that side of things to light. Um, And I know you just did a ton of research on it. Um, You made sure that you had uh, a lot of answers um, or at least let people know. Sometimes people need to know what questions to ask is what I find when I'm working with people. And they don't know what question to ask to get the right answer. That's exactly right, Heather. Um, And today I do want to focus on the Medicare because the annual enrollment period is going to be starting in a few months. As you said, it it runs from October the 15th through December the 7th in order for people to be effective January 1st of next year. So that's what I want to focus on. Um, and, And also besides the annual enrollment period, Um, people may be getting ready to turn 65 soon. 
And this is called your your um, IEP, which your, is your initial enrollment period. Um, a lot of people feel absolutely overwhelmed because they get bombarded with emails, phone calls, mm. mail, and even texts from everyone and everywhere. Right. So it's one of the big, very. it is very confusing. Uh, one of the big questions that I get asked a lot by clients is, how do I know which coverage options right for me and what choices do I have? Sure. So I just wanted to start with basics for people so that they understand Medicare from how it begins and, and the processes that you can go through. So question is, what is Medicare? And it's a federal government program that health insurance uh, for people 65 and older and also other disabilities under 65. But we're going to focus on over 65 and how that works for people, okay? Okay. So the original Medicare, as it's called, has deficiencies or holes in its coverage. So it leaves people with an unlimited liability. Um, and then you can also look for additional coverage with it. So a lot of people don't understand that. They just think automatically, oh, I'm gonna be 65, <laughs> and I am going to have Medicare. And unfortunately, you know, it doesn't work that way. Most government going to get an extra don't. check, right? I know some people that are retired before 65, they say, okay, and they hold out on their social security check and the Medicare until 65 because they know it's going to automatically kick in. Right. But they didn't really do the research to know what that, what that really means or looks exactly. like. Exactly. And when it's, when it's been put out over the many years that, oh, you have Medicare because you worked, then people don't realize, well, yes and no, <laughs> you do. So, you know, there, and then there's, like I said, there's also a few options that you can do to help cover the holes that Medicare does have. And we're going to get into that a little bit into the, in the later discussion. But first, I want to talk about original Medicare so people do understand what that consists of. Um, it's got a part A and a part B attached with it. That's people get their cards. That's what it says. So the part A covers hospital stays and inpatient care only. And people get that because they've worked at least 40 quarters, which means a full 10 years you have to work in order to receive that from the government. And then people know you don't have to pay for it per se. Uh, the part B that covers uh, necessary medical services and supplies such as doctor visits, outpatient care, uh, going to, uh, if you had to just run down to go to an urgent care, people with things like diabetes that have, uh, they have, you know, have to have their their um, the things to stick themselves with, or the different the different types of things, the their supplies, yeah. the supplies that they do. Okay. Those are what's covered under the Part B, and th these are the things that people don't understand when I say they don't realize what these parts are, and that it's not just given to them, so to speak. So, mm. actually, um, you have to pay. For the Part B, it's a monthly premium. Yeah. And for 2023, it's about $165 for a recipient 
uh, in the lower tax brackets. In other words, if you earn more than $97,000 as a single tax filer or $194,000 as a joint filer, you'll have to pay a little bit more for that Part B. But typically, most people, that's what they have to pay for it. And in the year 2024, uh, the powers that be that come up with these uh, estimates, uh, they're saying that Part B is probably going to go up from 165 to about 175 per month. So it all it goes they're, up. They're going to give them bit. their 3% on their check and then they're going to make sure they take it. <laughs> That's exactly what you said it exactly right. Yeah. People get their their bit of their as they they call it their um for their you know expenses cost of living and their cost of living right. that yeah. type of thing but but then that takes it back down. So I you know sometimes it doesn't help people a lot but then again, you know, it's it's going to be coverage for you at least because once we get over 65 you know, even even as healthy as as many of us are, like I am, we still start having issues and problems that we have to learn to deal with. So, um, the two there's two types of coverages that go along with original Medicare that, like I said, will help in covering these holes. So they are Medicare Advantage plan, and that's what the government calls Part C, or you can choose a Medicare Supplement plan. And those are parts F and N. They're offered by private insurance companies. They're going to cover those holes Medicare, original Medicare doesn't can cover. So now, have I confused you really good so far? <laughs> so I'm following you aside from you said something right before supplemental. So I know we have A and B and we have supplemental F and N. What was right before that? It's called Medicare Advantage. Advantage. And, and that's the part C they call it. Now, are these other ones, the Advantage Part C and the Supplemental FNN only for 65 and older? What about people that are on disability for a health issue? Those also fall in for people on disability. The Medicare Social Security disability is a little bit different, but when it yeah. comes to these you know, C, F, N, that type of thing, it's still the same. Uh, the benefits are the same. Now, when people have disabilities uh, and they're able to get on Medicare earlier than 65, they're going to have other benefits that are going to go along with that. A lot of times people can have Medicaid and they call that dual eligibility because they're eligible for Medicare, eligible for Medicaid both. So it does help. Um, honestly, I, I do know a few clients and friends that they have the they're on the disability and it that helps tremendously in a lot of ways because they offer a lot of other benefits besides just uh, coverage for for health care. They'll you know, they'll it's things like they can get food cards and have be able to uh, have extra food or or food, period. They can have things like. Um, a, a, someone come into their house to do some work for them and that's also like covered care type, exactly yeah. or even just someone come in and build them a ramp for something those things can get covered under disability but like I said that's a that's a different whole other uh, topic let's get back to another topic we then we'll take yeah. another <laughs> another show <laughs> yeah <laughs> but 
you know, as I, as I was asking you, are you confused yet? Um, even Medicare will advise people to seek out a Medicare specialist to help explain and guide them so that they have options to choose what works for them. And this is where I come in as a broker specialist. Yeah. Um, and I always recommend to people, I say, if you know someone in this business that you trust, that's going to be your best option. Because especially when people start looking on the internet yeah. or reading info that they get bombarded with in their mail or whatever, they're going to be really bombarded once they go on the internet and start researching. Yeah. Plus, all it's going to do is confuse them even more. It, it is. It's just like when I deal with people with you know investments and finance and I tell people, if you're not going to do business with me, that's okay. But you have to do business with someone you trust. I mean, this is exactly. your children's college fund. This is your children's inheritance. Exactly. If you trust the person managing your money, you need to find a different person. <laughs> That's right. I, I'll Same say to people, I say, you have to look at it like, um, do you really want to get in and fix your AC when it's broken and you have no idea how to do this? Or are you going to call a specialist? So yeah. you're right. You're not this doing is heart surgery on yourself. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it. So I, I'm the same way, Heather. I tell people that, you know, if, if you have if you're more comfortable with someone, you already have someone, then talk with them. Don't don't think that you can do this on your own, because unless you do this all the time, you have no idea all the issues and problems you can cause yourself yeah. by doing that. Yeah. And it's ever changing and ever moving. And that's the thing is unless you're in the business, you're doing CEUs, you're following it. You're right. not going to know about the little change that happened in the last six months or the past year. Right. Exactly. So even if I tell people, it's just like when I tell people to evaluate your, um, you know, your plan for, your retirement or evaluate your plan for your estate plan. It's something you have to revisit. That's why they have these annual enrollment fees because they want you to revisit right. and make sure that plan is still the best thing for you because things may have changed either in the rules. Um, they may have changed the game on some things or your health may have changed where you need a different situation. Exactly. That's exactly right. And it's the same way. Um, with with the uh, insurance, now, even if it's under 65 or, or in Medicare, you need to have a good person that's going to be right there with you and get back with you and check on you and make sure everything is working for you because things change with people constantly, uh, especially when it comes to health care. It's always changing. So, um, so. Let me give some give you some things to think about and be aware of when you're getting ready to turn 65. OK, the first thing that I tell people to watch for is that Medicare card to come in the mail because recipients receive it usually around three months before their 65th birthday. And a lot of people don't understand that or don't know because they're getting bombarded again in the mail with all kinds of stuff from insurance companies trying to get their business. And you get so tired of it, people throw that in the trash. I have had 
quite a few clients in the past who have said, well, I, I, I don't remember. I threw all that stuff away. So. Oh, and you're talking about even like the paper, red, white, and blue card. The red, white, and blue card. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's a, I tell people look for an envelope that's a little bigger than a normal size envelope. And it also says on it, it's from the Department of Health and Human Services Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. That is the one that people want to keep. You don't want to yeah. throw that away. <laughs> no. You know, it's, it, it, and I tell, I'm always telling my clients, I said, if you don't take a hold of that, put it away until you get ready to start working on your Medicare, mm. then uh, you're going to have to contact Medicare and Social Security Services because they have to reprocess everything and get it sent to you. And Heather, I don't know if you're aware of it or not, but this can take one to two months for this to happen because it's government, yeah. you know, and sometimes it can be an issue for a lot of people. Uh, you know, it might start your your insurance a month or two months later than you need it to start. So I'm always telling people, make sure that's the biggest thing you first look for. So and then after the after you receive the medic care card in the mail, you need to decide which direction you want to go with, with the coverage. Uh, that is covering your original Medicare, as I said, that has the holes in it. That's when you want to get help from this licensed agent or broker so that you can understand what your choices are that's best for you. What's what, you know, if you've got a lot of medications, then you need something that's going to cover really well. If you yeah. can't afford uh, a lot of monthly payment for a supplement to help with that, then yeah. you can, that's when that Medicare Advantage comes in because okay. both of those are taken care of by private insurance companies. Both the Medicare Advantage and the supplements are done that way. And yeah. so like for, for a real life example, my husband, and that's why I asked about disability earlier, he had pancreatic cancer. I was injured at work. So he has disability um, so he has uh, Aetna PPO. So like that's his, his insurance, but then right. he has the, you know, the red, white, and blue card too. So like right. you said, depending on what we're, where we're getting our supplies for his diabetes, cause since the pancreas was removed, he was diabetic from that day. So I understand getting the supplies under that. And so, and then one thing I, I find that people um, also have a hard time with is, and, and this makes me so sad is that people will, that need help sometimes won't ask for it. And here's an example. Um, say you had a medical emergency and you needed to call the ambulance. There's people that hesitate doing that because they don't want the ambulance bill. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I it's... can't understand that people assume you assume, okay, the fire department, like in, here in Tampa, you live in Tampa with me too. So Hillsborough County Fire Rescue or Tampa Fire Rescue have to, they are our paramedics. We don't have a separate paramedic department some people had in other countries in other states you know it's it's a business having the ambulance come pick you up there they're, they're exactly. just ambulance businesses that come and they pick you up and take you to the hospital and um so people hesitate to call and that's scary it's what do you recommend for those people is there an answer for that um within some of these supplements at all oh um absolutely it's um that's the reason why in your part B, you have that type of coverage, okay? Mm -hmm. 
So it will cover a lot of the ambulance coverage. But again, as I said, in the A and B both, you still have the holes where you're responsible for a certain amount. But if you have the supplement or if you have the advantage, they're going to pick up that extra cost for people. You know, one, one of the things, Heather, that that people don't quite understand, too, I get questions like this all the time, and they'll say, well, but, you know, we have to just pick a certain insurance company to do my supplement because my doctor's office already told me they don't accept such and such insurance. Yes. What yeah. I have to get across to them is it doesn't matter. Ninety, Probably 95 to 97% of doctors all over the country accept Medicare. And as long as that doctor or hospital accepts Medicare, your supplement, it doesn't matter what insurance company that they have. They all they have to see is, oh, I've got Medicare. Medicare gets billed for that. Medicare sends it on to that whatever supplement or other insurance company that you have. And that takes care of those holes. So I try to tell people that's something you shouldn't worry and stress about. You just ask them, do you accept Medicare? And that's all you have right. to do because that way people can keep their doctors. And if they, if they yeah, have certain doctors, become, they like. I know when we were trying to pick ones, that was a, that was a factor of what do you take? Because, right. you know, he didn't want to change his primary. His primary does so much for mm -hmm. him and, his primary is a called specialist doctors group. So that group is able to write a lot more because they have so many different specialist locations and they have urgent care locations. So that saves him from having to go to all those different types of specialists. There's some, of course, he's got to see a neurologist or things like that. But, um, you know, that is good for some people that, you know, they just get tired. And that's one thing, too, especially for people that are getting older and they just maybe they can't drive well or maybe they don't feel safe driving or maybe they, you know, just don't want the expense of every single copay that they get when they go to a specialist. Right. right. Again, that's exactly right. Getting the help they need because they're like, I don't have $50 to pay my specialist fee. Right. That's exactly right. And this is why it's so important for someone to, to speak with someone like myself so that I can help guide them. You know, we have to ask all these questions just like you do when you do financials with people. You have right. to ask them personal questions. People don't like to answer a lot of times. Of course, yeah. But, you know, I need to know what kind of medications do you take? What, what type of a history do you have with illnesses in order to put them and guide them to the right thing that's going to work for them. Right. This and is one of the budget. I mean, be honest. There you go. The budget mm -hmm. is because for those situations, right. Cat, we need to know, Hey, all right, well, we need to make sure we have this supplement or the supplemental to make sure that you don't end up in that danger zone of not going to the doctor or not getting your medication because you don't have the right supplemental to help you within your budget. It, that's exactly right. And with the supplements and with the Part C, which is the Medicare Advantage, it doesn't matter what um, which plan they pick. Like I was saying, it was plan F through, through N that they can choose with those supplements. It doesn't matter because they're all the same across the board as far as the benefits go. The benefits never change whichever insurance company you decide to work with. The only difference is what that insurance company is going to charge you every month. 
there's where that difference comes in. And again, that goes back to, well, what's your budget? What can you afford? That type of thing. So, you know, people need to understand that they're, they're going to get the same benefit if they go with insurance company A, insurance company C. It's the same benefits. It's just how much do you want to pay per month? <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, that is. It is. Yes, it is. So what other important information did you want to share today? So um, I, wa I want to talk to people about um, about uh, how they're, you know, how it's still, how the, the sorry, I'm getting tongue twisted here. Um, okay. I wanted to talk to people about um, their Medicare to make sure that they know that during their annual annual enrollment period that will be coming up starting October, if they are already on Medicare, this is the time period where they can look if they want to make a change. For instance, if their doctor doesn't uh, is not is not practicing anymore, um, if they're uh, if they're not happy with the office where they are going, um, if something is just changed their budget, whatever, this is the time frame that they can look at changing. There's also special enrollment periods that start January first, so that if something you've signed up for during the annual enrollment doesn't work, then you can go in and see about changing it again. Uh, once you pick a supplement, uh, it's really hard to change back. They don't give you a lot of choices sometimes in those different enrollment periods. It's different. The Medicare Advantage is a different ballgame, so to speak, so, because when, you, when someone signs up for Medicare Advantage, that Part C, they're totally working with the insurance company they chose. At that point, their original Medicare, it's like it gets set to the side. And they're only going to focus and work with that insurance company because that insurance company tells the government, hey, we're going to take over everything. And we're going to make sure Part A, B, and, and, and everything else gets taken care of for this person. So it's it's easier if you're in an advantage and you say, OK, well, you know what? Now I can afford actually to pay a little more for a supplement or I want to do that because in certain circumstances it will cover holes a little bit better. But that's the reason why you pay a monthly premium with that. So you can change back from the advantage to the supplement sometimes a lot easier than the other way around. So, but again, that's it, you know, it's still confusing. I tell people you need to get with an, an <clears throat> you need to get with a specialist because they can actually show you visually and you can look at things. They will also give you papers to look at and make a decision because you don't have to make a decision the minute you meet with someone. In fact, if it's a good agent or a good broker, they will say, hey, this is what I want to show you. I'm going to leave this stuff with you. I'm going to do this and let's make another appointment so that you have time to look over to make the best decisions for themselves. Yeah, that's the main thing is giving them the education to know what their choices are and then allow them to right. make the decision that best fits them. Um, which is, is the way I like to do my business too. So I, I'm glad to hear that that's the approach you take as well. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I do. I, I, you know, I've had so many clients over the, over the years and I honestly, I, I love them. I've become friends with many of them and they, they always send me referrals. And, and that's, that's always the good part about this business because not only, of course, is it, you know, this is my bread and butter, but it, it, I, I, it makes me feel so great that they have so much confidence in me Trust that they would recommend their friend or a family member to, to come to me. So I'm going to do the best that I can. I just had a client uh, the other evening and he's a young guy under 65. He now has a great job and I've had him for a year and a half to two years and he has a great job now. And he talked to me about it. I said, send me all your documents. Let me look them over for you. I looked them over and told him, you know what? You need to go with your company because better cost for you per month and the coverage is going to be fantastic. And he was, he told me, he goes, I'm blown away that you would tell me this and everything. I said, because this is what I do for my clients. I would want someone to do that for me, you know, right, so that's how right, I treat my right. clients. I lost my speaker. Yeah, that's the best way yes. to handle it. That's, that's the way I do it. And, you know, you want to be treated fairly. You want to be treated the way that people you would hope treat you, but also your family too. How would you want someone right. to handle your mother or father that's trying to make these decisions? So, um, like exactly. I said, Kat's email is going to be in the description. So you can make a direct connection with her. Um, you can schedule an appointment to go over what your particular scenario is. Um, we've been talking a lot about over 65, but that is not her the only demographic that she works with. That's just something she wanted to highlight on this episode because open enrollment is coming up and it is such a, you know, a big, um, question for so many people on how to handle it and how to make the best decisions, especially when they're in that initial aroma period. Um, so Kat, right now, can you just tell people um, kind of all the different stuff that you can offer? So if they're thinking about reaching out, there might be some other things other than this um, particular Medicare that you're able to help them with as well. Oh, absolutely. I, I do. Um, I do under 65, which being a broker and attached with so many different companies, I can look at private plans for people. I can look at the marketplace and in their states where they are. I can also do child only policies. Uh, I work with Medicare and, and any of the supplements and advantage that needs to be worked with. I have um, I can I can work with um with clients that are looking for life insurance, for annuities, uh, long-term care policies, hospital indemnity policies, uh, final expense. So as I said, I basically can do every type of insurance policy for someone other than property and casualty. I don't do those. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Well, thank you so much for taking time to come on and educate us a little bit and give us some knowledge and give us a connection for people that are looking to connect with someone, but not really sure where to look. Is there I'm any so happy thing? to help you. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to let them know before we end this particular episode? Just um, everyone, please, you know, pay attention to the fact that everyone needs some help sometimes on something. And 
don't just because ever the insurances. Yes, I agree. They're totally out of hand and it's expensive, but you have never possibly received a hospital bill or had an issue. And if you think that it's not going to happen, then uh, you better think again, because you can be left with a tremendous amount of, um, of liability that's that you're going to have to come up with. And if you give it to that third party, which is an insurance company, that can take a big load off of people's minds. So just everyone, please, you know, don't blow off insurance companies uh, and insurance period. It, it's it's an it's a very important thing, especially nowadays. You never know what's going to happen. We we don't know. You know, we're we're not uh, we're we're not. Uh, you don't have a crystal ball in front of you to tell you things. Yeah. But I appreciate. Uh, I very much appreciate you letting me uh, come on to your show, Heather. I've enjoyed it, and uh, I do hope I've given people information without too much overwhelming. <laughs> All right. No, I think you did a great job. Uh, and everybody, if you want to connect with Kat, just click her email in the link below and you will be able to um, connect and talk to her directly. Uh, thank you again for bringing this knowledge uh, and this topic to our table. And uh, we will catch you next week and we'll be tackling a whole new topic. So thank you for watching uh, Get Financially Fit and listening to Financial GPS Mama. As always, if you have any financial questions, troubles, or things you're trying to work through for uh, your estate, your future, your retirement, or even your children, you know you can reach out to my team and you can catch me at getfinanciallyfit.app. We'll also be in the description and I am always happy to put you with the right person on my team to make sure that you can reach your financial goals. Thanks again. Bye. <music>